Oscar drama. The Academy Awards attempted to disqualify Richard Linklater's latest film, Apollo 10 and a Half, A Space Age Childhood, from the Best Animated Feature category, claiming it wasn't true animation. Craig Staggs and Steph Swope from Minnow Mountain, one of the animation studios that worked on the film, join us to discuss what happened, how they fought the Academy Awards, and won. Let's jump in. You're listening to the Lone Star Play Podcast with your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. Thank you so much for joining us on the Lone Star Plate. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. We have a wonderful episode today. My guests today are Steph and Craig. They are with Minnow Mountain Animation. I've already explained a little bit of the drama, and they're coming out of it. Uh, they're in film, so kind of perfect, but not perfect, right? It's a lot to deal with. You just want to do your job and move on, and uh, this has to happen. But uh, what we're going to do is I'm going to have them introduce themselves, and then we're going to take a quick look at some of this animation and see what uh, all the fuss is about. So please... Um, Please introduce yourselves and what you do at the uh, animation studio. Steph, we'll start with you. I'm Steph Swope. I'm co-owner with Craig here, and I am the producer at Minnow Mountain, which means that I do all the planning and business planning and all of the uh, super fun behind-the-scenes infrastructure stuff. And I'm Craig uh, Staggs. Uh, like Steph said, we co-founded Minnow Mountain. It's a partnership between us. And uh, I'm the creative director, um, so I do the drawing and provide the pretty and give notes on everything and that sort of thing. <laughs> on Apollo, yeah, we ran the character uh, unit, character animation unit on Apollo, so we, we did the people. So sorry, what happened? Glad y'all prevailed, and let's jump into how that happened, why, and you know how y'all came on top. But first, let's just take a, I'm gonna share my screen here, and I'm gonna show y'all uh, part of the trailer. We won't watch all of it, but just some of it, just so uh, you know. Apollo 10 and a half, a space age childhood. This is by Richard Linkletter. Where's that kid? Mission? For what? We accidentally built the lunar module. A little too small. How'd that happen? Listen, are you good at math? Yeah. Do you get a perfect 100 on every test? No. Okay. We need a kid like you to test this accidentally smaller version on the lunar surface and soon. Stan, you're our only hope. Okay. Well, I think there we go. I think everyone got an idea of what that looks like. I mean, if you're watching that, if you're listening, of course, go to go to our YouTube and watch it. You could clearly see or just go search the trailer. I mean, for me, um, that is clearly animation. To me, this was such an odd story, to be honest with you. I was like, wait, what? They don't think this is an what? What do they think animation is? I don't, y'all clearly animated something. Uh, it's like clearly animated, even if you took, anyway, yeah, let's, let's dive in of, of exactly what was the issue, you know, at hand and I guess how y'all found out about it. Let's start there. Well, I guess uh, to give everybody uh, the, the lay of the land. Um, so, so we did this movie, Apollo 10 and a half, and submitted like, like a lot of other animated movies uh to be considered we're just talking about qualification just correct are you of one of you know 30 films that are going to be considered that year and uh to be they, in a particular category right like this particular right to be category. For, considered for best animated feature is correct. the category specifically we're talking about and so this wasn't the entire academy there's a subcommittee on the animation 
subcommittee inside of another subcommittee inside of another subcommittee, which <laughs> which uh, then decided that um, because the film is rotoscoped or or they didn't actually say because the film was rotoscoped. They said because the film um, contained too much film. Well, well, that was that was you know our problem articulating it is this the same problem they had articulating it. Um, Interesting. In their judgment to us, it was it, it was a few different things that we weren't caricatured enough, that we weren't exaggerated enough, and then the, the most frustrating part is that we weren't uh, animated using a frame by frame process. Um, now, okay. We worked for two years on the film. Uh, our quotas are frame by frame. I bill frame by frame, and our animators draw frame by frame. So that was where we really got into the weird process um, of why exactly did they did they disqualify us? Did they think it was some sort of trick? Did they think yeah. it was sort of? It's interesting. Uh, do they do they have like a parameter, a book that like the you know. Unless yeah. it's done this way, it's not animated. And y'all basically a, want to expand that book, right? It seems kind of antiquated, maybe. Well, they have a, a paragraph of rules that, uh, that are not super clear. I'm a grown-up. I'm an adult. Before the, we started on the film, we looked at the rules and we read yeah. them, adjusted our pipeline and we made sure that we qualified because we know, you know, if you're making a film with Richard Linkletter, there's a chance you're going to get some attention down the road. Sure. Uh, of course. And that's interesting. So y'all took a look at this before you even started the process. Of course. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. there were, there were two films uh, that both used rotoscoping, uh, loving Vincent and spine of night that, were qualified in previous years. Mm -hmm. And when so you say rotoscoping, is there a quick way to define that real quick, just for people who may not know what that is exactly? Yeah, yeah. rotoscoping is is uh, using video or live action filmmaking inside of your animation pipeline. So essentially tracing on top of live action video to uh, generate the characters, motions and movements and and things like that. And it becomes this kind of collaborative process between your, your live action filmmaking and your animation process. It can be used to make cartoons. It can be used to make really realistic animation. Uh, and we use it in particular to get kind of an emotional authenticity in our acting. And it's been, and it's a process that's been around, right? It's not something new oh. or so, right? I mean, yeah, it's uh, patented, I think, in 1912. I think so, yeah. Uh, okay. By Max Fleischer, the, the Popeye Betty Boop guy. Um, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so it's, it's, wow. it's been around a while. It used, it used to be a wooden box with a projector and a right. pane of glass, and you'd put your piece of paper on the pane of glass while this projector okay, so shined through you. Oh, wow. That's cool. Okay. Yeah, um, very, very yeah. old school technique. So why, so I don't under, so I'm just confused as to why this wouldn't be included in the type of anime. I guess I don't get it. I guess I'm not following. All right. I, I, well, was there something in the industry that like rotoscoping was always like below or beneath an animation? Was that this, was that just how it, or no, or has it just been a well-respected way of doing animation? Everyone knows it's animation apparently except this little subcommittee. There, 
Well, <laughs> now you're now you're into really kind of the unsaid things about it is a, a technical reading of the rules. Uh, I my opinion was that we qualified. Sure. Um, we qualified once we um, once we clarified how we made the film. So the first reason where we were rejected is kind of hard to pin down. Um, it did seem like there is no requirement for caricature or exaggeration in the rules, right. but that was something that they had uh, listed um, as a so, as a new requirement. So. There is a bias in the industry sure. uh, against rotoscoping. Um, I oh. can go into it. Um, essentially, you've got one company, yeah. two, big, two big companies, one with the patent for the rotoscope and one without the patent for the rotoscope. And so this, the, the company without the rotoscope had a reason to really have rotoscope films be not as good. And those companies just happened to be Disney and Fleischer. Yeah. Um, this is so interesting. It's like there's big tobacco and now there's big animation. I just had no idea that is, that existed. Yeah, and this <laughs> is in the 20s. It's a very right. long time ago uh, that this this kind of corporate bias kind of... Sure, but it sort of set the standard moving forward that way, right. in it a did. way. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Wow. I've had people wow. straight tell me to my face that our animated movies, that rotoscope is an animation. And... It's very confusing because it is <laughs> every frame. It clearly is yeah. animate. You, even if just the idea of taking live action footage, tracing up, you literally animated the live action footage. I don't understand. Right. It's like in my head, it's like two plus two equals four. It, it totally makes sense. I don't see how you don't connect. Now, what type of animation it is, there could be an argument there, right? There's the conversation. But is it animation or not? I, I mean, I just don't, I, I just don't get it. Just, yeah, I just don't get it. So how did y'all know what sort of evidence to bring, right, to appeal this? Because Richard Linklater got behind, right? People wrote letters, right? People got behind this when they heard about this. So what did y'all know what to present, right? Because they couldn't really pin down the problem. Right. How do you know what well, solution to offer? You know, I knew, I knew we qualified. So to me, it was just a process of showing people how we made the film. Okay. The okay. letters are really, really interesting because kind of the industry came out to support yeah. it. Um, yeah. Pam Ribbon, who was a writer on Moana, she wrote a letter. She's just done a, a great rotoscope piece called My Year of Dicks that we don't have anything to do with, so it's just totally... <laughs> Love that title. I already want to read it. I, I'm it's in. great. Uh, you, you'll never remember the title. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, and the guys who made Spine of Night, yep. who yeah. we met, who, which is a rotoscope fantasy uh, animated film, and they wrote to the Academy for us. Uh, some guys that you probably never heard of named Chris Miller and uh, Phil Lord. Yeah, uh, the who, Lego guys? No. The Lego guys who yeah. made the Spider Spider Verse movie. Yes, uh, the Spider Verse movie. Yes. Okay. Oh, they made the yeah. Spider Verse movie. Those guys wrote what? a letter in support of us, and we're very kind of, uh, very kind of vocal on Twitter too in support of us, and and, awesome. and information in general because because we're not in this alone. You've got. Marcel Lachelle was with shoes on. Mm -hmm. um, yes, I read about. Yes, uh, yeah, that's which, in one of the articles I read. Correct. Yep. Yeah, which was also right. trying to get in at the same time, and, yeah. and 
qualified. And yeah. you've got the the um, new Pinocchio movie, Baldatoro, who is um, who I don't even think I think he's he's trying for best picture. I don't I I don't even think really? he's trying to qualify for animation. Wow. I think he's interesting. It's is stop motion animation to y'all. Does oh yeah yeah oh, stop is motion it? is I honestly didn't know that I. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm here for the conversation. I didn't know. I honestly thought it was its own category, like stop motion. You know, I just thought that was its own thing. Uh, but it makes sense. Um, you animate in real life, actually, kind yeah. of right. Well, I mean, the, and the, the, the Academy makes that distinction, and it's really interesting because in the animated, best picture animated category, it's one of the few categories that have these very distinct but somewhat frustratingly vague rules okay um, that yeah that's interesting because of it uses a quote-unquote technology mm -hmm. is that is that maybe why it's it's you know it's interesting because because yeah we we were disqualified for a hundred year old technology but <laughs> yeah. the that 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 uses technology in every single and they're huge. They're, they're huge budget films, driven by computers the whole time. But somehow our our technology was out of bounds, and and their te technology is in bounds. And I will remind everybody that that in this category, which was invented I think twenty one years ago, uh, you know, uh, the best best animated feature hasn't been around for that long. Um, well, depending yeah, on how true. if you're that's 21, true. it's been wrong forever. Yeah. Disney, Disney has won 19 out of the last 21, uh, what? of those, of those awards. So I think it's pretty obvious that there is a bias toward mm -hmm. those big budget cartoon movies. Sure. Um, Let it go. Yeah. Let it and, go. And, right. That's you know, it. If, if it's not that. Yeah, if you're a film fan, you know, you just have to ask the question, were, were those the best animated movies of those years? Sure. Well, know. listen, we all ask that about all the categories, if yeah. I'm being honest. It's true. Well, yes. and, and two, ask yourself, why are all the animated films for kids? You know? Yes, great point. Great point. We're doing films for adults every, you know, we make stuff for grownups and, you know, it's automatically just, it doesn't count because everything is apparently for kids only, I, you know, could we loosen all of it a little bit, maybe have a best animated adult, best animated kids. I, you know, I don't really love going up against juggernauts, like, you know, if Frozen were whatever was on this year, like there's no way, like it's, you know. That's, that's a great point. And that's it, a great know. point, yeah. Do they do that for other categories? I don't know, is that something they consider? Like splitting it up like adult and, ch you know, because I see what you're saying totally. Um, yeah. Well, or, you know what yeah. they don't do is they they don't ask the supporting actor to prove there's the support. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, the, that's probably we the best point, we, right? Yeah. We had to literally prove we were, we were worthy. And I think that shows really, you know, it's we were eventually qualified, but we we were one of the few films that had to prove that we were worthy of it. Right. And in in no press was it ever 
Did anybody ever say, I wonder if this film is animated? Nobody we talked to wonder if this film was animated. So you I just watch, I mean, it's like you watch the first few frank, few seconds. It's like, it's animated. And, yeah. I, and I animated it, so no. But the first time yeah. <laughs> you heard anyone say, maybe it's not animated, that was at the Academy level in a, for a, for a category that's just dominated by pictures sure. that are the polar opposite of ours. So, yeah, I mean, I don't, and I haven't talked to anybody who didn't think it was suspicious at right. best. Um, well, it is interesting. Like you said, you've got this category that's dominated. All of a sudden, this other movie comes in and could take only, it's like five spots, right? One of five spots, which is a lot, right? I'm sure there's a lot of money on the line, a lot of promotion, a lot of marketing. And they're like, eh, I don't know about this. Let's have, let's have another look at that movie and this movie. Why don't you guys take a look at that? I'm sure there was some pressure, some emails sent some slack dms you know in there uh let, let's let's get down on the i don't know I'm, not, I'm just speculating here but you know i'm from the food industry and that's because that's kind of stuff happens all the time you know for james beard awards or just getting it at your restaurant awards or whatever um certain people get pushed out because they're not necessarily following the mainstream you know way to cook or how to be a chef uh quote unquote so uh, i find this so fascinating i, I really do I, I i find this so fascinating so how long was the process for y'all to get um accepted right to be considered right like how, how long and tough was that process this started may no well we released the movie in april and it's been a few months of kind of this you're not animated yes we are prove it to us, you know? So it's been, I would say two months, maybe. Oh, well, two wow. months of, of, of preparing materials. Yeah. Okay. And then, and okay. then we submitted those materials, mostly video and the, and the letters. Um, we, we submitted a, initially a package and then, and then submitted another set of materials to the, uh, uh, to the committee. Um, and after and that, there was good. a, there yeah. was a vote for the Academy um, the subcommittees between the two uh, submissions. Uh, so we did actually submit to to a sort of new. Now we don't even know who who's on this these committees and stuff. Right. It's an it's a closed sure. organization. And honestly, they, it's probably that. better that way. Probably, I mean, probably. So I don't show up on their driveway late at night. Yeah. <laughs> Has this animated? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, and there were, I tell you, you know, individually, there were members that were on that committee that were, that were super helpful mm -hmm. that were really oh, wow. in, in telling us, you know, what, what, how to, how to kind of angle and what, sure. what, what mattered. But, but I still think it was from a, you know, bureaucracy standpoint, very, very frustrating. Um, and then I was acknowledged that, that it was a frustrating uh, moment for us. You know, and I think they're they're in this period of, you know, like I said, that 19 of the last 21 awards go to Disney. And I don't know an animated producer right now who thinks they have a chance at winning it. Why would you? Yeah. Why would you? Yeah. It's we like know. Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, right? You're just like, well, he's got this. Yeah, who's going to lose playing? to Disney this year? Yeah, that's yeah. That's yeah, who's going to lose? That? That's what you bet on. Who's going to lose to Disney? Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. And, that's crazy. And that's, you know, if you're cynical and you're fine with that, but, you know, there's a little bit of hope in the type of filmmaking we make, which is we're not big budget. We're not a sure. job. We're not a big sure. company. And, 
you know, it just kind of stinks. You should have a chance too, of course. You know, you don't I even, mean, yeah, that's and then the point. not even be qualified, not even Absolutely. be considered, you know. Yes. And, and I'm not so egotistic that I think we should win. Sure. You no, know, there's there's a lot of great. We should win. We should win. It is a phenomenal film, y'all. It really. <laughs> it's, it's a great film. There's a lot of great animated films this year, but to to we just wanted to be considered on an even playing field with everyone. Sure. Yes. Fair. You wanted it fair. Absolutely. I got it. Does this mean that future projects moving forward don't have to deal with this, or do you think this could come up again for another you know animation studio? Good question. I mean, I hopefully hopefully this has settled it. But there yeah. will be always something else, you know, stop motion. Someone new joins the committee maybe and right. has well, another question or something, right? Unless they put it in some like set writing for future stuff, uh, you know, that would be right. I guess there's no way to know that. Well, and, and you know, I, I think they can all look forward too to us coming up with new techniques next right. time. You know, sure. that, that's the thing is the technology it's going to change right it's going to improve yeah that's crazy and and that's crazy people should be not only should they be allowed to kind of do but they should be encouraged to to embrace this technology absolutely you know when the when a certain subset of companies embrace the technology that they don't have to they don't have to prove their animation you know it's it's the experimental and the 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 you know the not california market films where then you have to prove you know that your technology works but in five years they're going to be dealing with ai they're going to be dealing with a lot of different issues all of our stuff is based on like we said a hundred year old process you know we're sure. we're robots you know yeah, we're essentially pen and ink or as close as you could get to it with computers well, we use computers yeah. of course because you have to move files but yeah. i mean essentially it's Pen on paper, every frame, one after the other, through the thousands and thousands of frames in a 90-minute movie. And that was what was so galling about it. You know, Sure. Like, like, what do you mean we didn't animate this? Are you crazy? Like, I didn't sleep for three years. Like, well, yes, we... I scheduled this whole movie. We, you yeah. know, all these shots happen. We approve them every day and then every week. Sure. I, like, it's just a constant, constantly looking at frames and and you know line work and stuff and trying to make it as good and perfect and beautiful as possible and then to be told well this is too good you clearly didn't animate that's <laughs> too good even is it's that it's too good that's you know what maybe that's the compliment right yeah it was just too good they were like no way this is animated trying to take this it is no way yeah that's what you know it's kind of funny. I wonder if Disney had used that technology, if they'd have been having the same problem. I doubt it. But I did think of something while y'all were speaking. It kind of like, you know, you never saw the Academy be like, well, they, they filmed this on digital cameras. This isn't a qualify for, right, for these categories, right? They're, they're, they're cool with technology changing and moving around. You can pretty much do anything. And in fact, they encourage it and look for it, right? Like, so that is odd. From y'all's standpoint, there's some like roadblocks. They're like, "Whoa, hang on a second. Nobody's but, like, you know. "Well, you shot it on, you know, a Bolex to reach back." Yeah. Into- no one uses them anymore. But you know, well, you shot on a Bolex, so clearly. Correct. It's yeah. It's the oldest kind. Exactly. I mean, same with the new stuff. But no one busts down a filmmaker for using a, you know, new the newest camera ever. 
It's of course not. That's uh, look at James Cameron, right? He's inventing cameras to make movies and stuff like the technology. Uh, I wonder if like is Avatar considered animated the way that is? Avatar is motion capture, and yeah. motion capture is one of the few things that's listed in the in the rules as as not being uh, animated. Not being animated. So uh, Alita Battle Angel, Avatar. If they're if the actors wearing the tracking dots. Yeah. How do y'all feel about that? What do y'all think? I, I mean, we don't do motion tracking, so it doesn't really affect us. I think it's hard to make the argument, though, that Avatar isn't animated when a 100% of the universe is created by animators. Right. That's uh, what I'm saying. I mean, I, I think yeah. Alita Battle Angel, you'd have a harder because it's mixed. Okay. Yeah. Good point. Um, okay. That's interesting. Just the but, character or characters. Right. Yeah, but you still, I mean, it's... But the world, the environment. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting. Well, that's it. So, you know what? I mean, the Academy, I hope, is having conversations. Like, look, guys, we're, things are changing. We're, and, and I'm sure more people are going to be submitting films with other technologies that we're going to have to take a look at, at right? And other people in the industry are going to get behind it. Um, yeah, this it's it's fascinating. Um, yeah. And again, yeah, like you guys, like you guys have said, if you if you're nominated for director of photography, you don't have to prove correct that you were the director of photography. You don't have to show your the workings of your camera. It's this there's this extra yeah. obstacle yeah. that yeah. best feature animators have to go through. Um, that that really is kind of confounding uh, until you look at those broader issues of, of your bias against rotoscope and your your really dominance of those big budget cartoon movies from just a you know a couple uh, a couple uh, studio right and yeah. we're gonna keep innovating so you know next time will we have this same but slightly different bite as we have figured out another way to do what we do <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just wonder. I Do you all have other projects in the pipeline that, like, you're worried about could, go, you know, deal with this same issue? And I mean, I don't know. I'm not really worried about it now that they have, you know, gave up the fight. You know, yeah. uh, I was more worried before. Uh, sure. But I think that kind of anything we do is going to be weird and quirky and interesting and strange. You know, I just. It's sort of a different place. I don't know. Am I totally on left field here? I mean, my feeling's always been that we we originally qualified. Yeah. And yeah. that through the appeal, we have proven that we always qualified. Sure. And so I do, in my mind, um, if I use a, a similar pipeline, then that that would qualify. But I was surprised by this this initial uh, ruling. Uh, so. You know, you can always be surprised. Uh, yeah. But I think hopefully now we've settled it um, as we did make the larger argument that there were precedent setting films, right. that we were the, the, you know, just one of of many films that were done this way that, that do qualify. And that the, the industry themselves a lot, and a lot of voters in the Academy wanted wanted us to at least be able to compete absolutely yeah because it's also not like it's a one part of the film or something like it's the from the beginning to the end right so it's on netflix you can watch it now right 
uh, I refreshed myself and watched it again. I watched it when it came out. It's just, it really is just a great film. But you can kind of tell that it's done in that a scanner darkly sort of way. I that's what I am at. You know, I saw it as that sort of thing where you could tell. Okay, they filmed some people and animated it. But you animated it, right? Like that's the key word. Like again, the the confusion was was so interesting to me. Um, what did Richard initially say about all this? I mean, I'm sure he's right. I mean, he thought it was going to be be able to be considered right he never thought this would be a fight as well right i would imagine um well and that's what kind of got got us you know uh involved in really the appeal was that it was our department kind of, kind of, kind yeah of <laughs> oh they talk about us they talk yeah about, i was kind of like, yeah. <laughs> like oh that thing yeah. i told you is really really publicly wrong oh good we're in variety about it so yeah <laughs> um so then, you know, we had to kick it into high gear, really kind of as an animation department, kind of show what we did. And we worked with the uh, animation director, Tommy Pallotta, um, who worked closely with Richard. And, you know, he wasn't he wasn't happy. He's a very chill dude, but he didn't like it. I mean, sure. uh, and of course, we all got really kind of mama bear defensive about our animators because we didn't, you know, the 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 ruling wasn't uh, written, you know, from a perspective of kindness. Right. Uh, I, I'm not sure. Um, it wasn't mean, uh, but we all took it as a little bit of a slight. And that motivated us to really get in there and, and prove that, you know, these, these, these folks had really worked super hard. I mean, if we were cheating, it wouldn't have took two years. Right. It's, yeah. a, it's real hard <laughs> to tell yeah. folks that you like, worked hard to find and they worked hard to learn the style and then busted their asses for, you know, over a year. And, uh, you know, every day drawing, drawing, drawing so much, their hands hurt. You know what I mean? Like just oh, drawing man. their asses off and then to be told, oh, well, you didn't actually draw that. I mean, the insult. And Absolutely. I, I just don't want that. I don't, I didn't want that to happen to them. You know, they're, they're good people. They worked hard. They animated. <laughs> yeah, they animated. Yes, absolutely. You know, uh, did y'all have like a? Did y'all celebrate when y'all find out? Okay, we're we're good to go. It's all. Was there any sort of, or was it like, yeah, we, you know, of course. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Right, kind of like, yeah, we we shouldn't have had it gone through all this BS, I mean, right? Well, they animated first. Like, good, good job, you guys. You animated an animated movie. Congratulations. <laughs> You've done it. <laughs> That's so funny. That is just so crazy. Um, yeah. So look, um, yes. Well, congratulations. I'm glad it, you know, y'all worked out and prevailed. Um, did y'all really, I'm, I'm curious, last question, because I do want to move on to that corridor crew thing about the spider verse thing. Um, what, what was y'all's percentage like in your head of thinking we're going to be able to come out on top on this? Did y'all have a pretty good, like, yeah, we're going to win this or were y'all weren't sure. <laughs> As far as the appeal? Yeah. How far were y'all, how, you know, how sure were y'all about that? None. Not 50-50. Like oh, interesting. Okay. I was like, I don't know. I don't think, I, maybe we will. I don't know. Fingers crossed, you know, because it's just like a, it's not good for us if it goes the other way. So, you know. Is there precedent for other appeals? Like you were trying to look at or something like, you know, I don't know. I don't know if there probably no way to even look that up or something right and, like 
Right, because they accepted those other two that Craig talked about. No, yeah, no, no yeah. question. So, um, you know, hmm. that was, yeah, yeah, that was why it was so unsure. You know, well, you know, y'all are y'all can be considered now. Everyone can get back to animating and doing what they were doing. Right, like okay, yeah, great. The, yeah, uh, now, yeah. now we're on to the stress of, of getting <laughs> yeah. getting listed now as the next thing. Right. We, we need to try to get that done. You know. Um, so that's the next step before the nomination is. Which is, is that, when does that process start? I mean, right now, right? I mean, should be soon now? Yeah, right now you'll start to see ads and, and things in the in the trades for, for pictures and, and people, uh, you know, for your consideration ads or what they call them. And yeah, and I know uh, Richard's going to be going to LA for some screenings and stuff in support of that. So um, nice. that should be coming soon. Um, just to get more people there, you know, the thing. So he's, he just wrapped up a shoot, so he's raring to go, my understanding. Yeah, so our next step is is a broader vote at the Academy for, for that short list. Um, and, like, you know, it's, like I said, it's a really lot of great films yeah. this year. And, you, 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 you know, try to stay a little Buddhist about it because it's, it's really, all of it's inexplicable. Um, Sure. Yeah. So if you, if you get shortlisted, great, you know, uh, but our real point was, was just to, to, to be considered and have those animators be judged, you know, at a, along with everybody else. We just felt they, they deserve that. And if, if we don't move on, we don't move on, you know, but if we do, uh, that's great. I know that I've seen a lot of top 10 lists of animated films, uh, this year and it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's made a lot of good top 10 lists. And I'm hoping that that bodes well for that next step. Oh, that's awesome. That's great to hear. No, that's great. I'm, I'm so glad you all prevailed. Absolutely. Uh, when, we, when I saw the initial article, that part wasn't decided yet. So then I saw the net. Okay, okay, we got the full story. And I know we were reaching out during that time. So it was like, I'm glad uh, we were able to talk about the, the entire thing. Uh, to be honest with you, that would have been even more nerve wracking podcast. Like, oh my God. I probably would have said some things that maybe if they watched, they'd be like, you know what? Forget that guy. He, he you know, he said this. I don't know. We got yeah, that was why we were, we kind of wanted to wait too, because it was like, it won't, this won't be nearly as good a conversation not knowing. You know, it's a better, we have Much a lot smarter. about now. Yes. Um, no, no. Y'all did the right thing. Y'all know what's <laughs> up. Y'all know what's up. Okay, look, let's take a look at this thing from Corridor Crew. So it's basically about this new technology that's out to animate and so i'm just curious what y'all think of it and its implications and like the future of it we'll just kind of end on a positive note here uh, with that which will let you y'all's story too it ended positively uh, <laughs> that came out wrong didn't it <laughs> the intro to this really explains it all we're obviously not going to watch this whole video but it explains it all into the spider-verse is one of my favorite comic book films ever made it made huge leaps in bringing a more artistic appeal to CG animation, and it perfectly captured the essence of what a comic book feels like to read. I would love to see more stories told in this world, but the problem is it took years of research and development to innovate the style of the film. It took so long, in fact, that at the end of the process, the creative team behind the film started to implement machine learning into their workflow. And since the film's release in 2018, it will be four years until we get the sequel. So in the meantime, the question I'm asking is, is it possible to replicate the style of the film in a procedural manner? 
We've been experimenting with a lot of AI tools here at the studio, in particular AI image generation. Last week I had a huge breakthrough with a program called Stable Diffusion, and I think this method will allow us to tell a story in the Spider-Verse universe by letting us take a real piece of footage and taking it into the Spider-Verse. I don't know, what do y'all, did y'all get the gist of that? I'm sure you did. AI, yeah, it's funny. I just was uh, just had a meeting about that yesterday, in fact, of how we can kind of take AI and uh, mush it into our uh, pipeline and stuff. So I, this is an intriguing, it's very uh, intriguing that you bring it up today. It literally just wow. this conversation. They, so they I, made a whole video about that, like a three minute Spider-Verse, right, video. I mean, I think it's, it has incredible opportunities. You know, it's, you know, like we've talked about, we're always looking to innovate and make what we do go a little faster, smoother, cleaner, while still maintaining the the performance capture part of it, the capturing the acting and the emotion and, you know, getting that important stuff done by humans by hand, because that's where, I mean, the animators are just a second actor at that point, you know, they're also acting. And so I know that AI probably won't get there with the acting part, but it can take care of the pants cuffs and the lapels and, you know, for our, for our stuff that it, it's got some interesting applications. I'm kind of excited to dive into it. Yeah, I think I have, I, I mean, yeah, from a creative perspective, I'm a little more ruthless with it. <laughs> in, it. in that there's, <laughs> it, it is, if, if, if you're trying to get rid of the animators, you've kind of misunderstood the process. The animators are, and, 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 you know, if you ever cooked ribs, they're better. They're better when you take longer. Yeah, of course. Slow um, cooking. Everything. There's a reason yeah. you go slow. There's a reason that yeah. you have the hand of these very, very talented people involved. Now, sure. what Steph really clued in on is the is the there's a lot of labor involved in animation that are that is not your protagonist that are um, not your keyframes that are. That is the work. supplemental stuff that, yeah. that adds to yeah. yeah okay interesting um and the and the technical work now i think yeah. what we work really hard is, is in automating processes that are unseen by the audience um but we would never really use them to deliver um that that performance that thing that makes your makes your thing you know unique Sure. So, so for these approaches, you know, I think it's it's always valuable for for the companies and the software developers to sell it as a all catch catch all of anime. You can do a character, press a button, boom, you Pretty got much. Them. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you know, I've made a lot of this, and there's there's not anything that's going to get you all the way. So, but in combination. Uh, we have a team called the Performance Capture Laboratory, which is my my team of mad scientists, and uh, they just have no hold bars on what software they can use and what and where they can use it. But we we don't really use any software right out of the box. Right, everything the way it's, it's intended. A, it's a souffle um, essentially. Take all the good stuff and put it together. And <laughs> I like that final yeah. piece, yeah. you know. But it's all sure. very delicate and. And, you know, exactly measured because you 
you know, overdo your eggs and you're going to have a bad souffle. So it's like, <laughs> you know, it's important to get, make sure that we do the right parts of each kind of step of the process and grab the mm -hmm. useful things. And, and then that becomes where it's really interesting, mm -hmm. where then you're, you're like a bartender in a well-stocked bar and you're like, I, I need to make a zombie movie that's set in Victorian England and I've got this lighting and now I need a set of tools that are going to help me make that, that work really well. Interesting. Um, and wow. so, so they're always like a part of your, your arsenal. Um, but, but you've still got a few years to go before that AI or that software can replicate what a, what a good artist can do. And my, do you think that'll happen one day where like AI will just be able to animate a movie? Yeah, but you know, humans will still have to be involved, you know. And but yeah, because the AI won't know what it doesn't know. Right. Sure. Interesting. So like get like 90% of it, but you got to go in and, and fix and this. How that. Is a, yeah. And how is an AI wow. going to predict Christopher Walken? How is an AI going to sure. give <laughs> you, know, yeah. how is an AI predict that B author would be one of the biggest comedy stars in the history. It's inexplicable. You know, we as humans are just weird animals. Um, and so you do get something that is a little uncanny valley and you sure. get that separation where when you replace that with an actor, you get back to that authentic place. We, If you like Star Wars, you you know the difference. You can tell when that CG character comes on, you're like, oh, it looks good, but it doesn't look as good as the, the actual character. And it's absolutely. Yeah. And these are people with the most amount of resources on the planet to apply to making, sure. you know, Luke Skywalker look young again. And they're almost there. You know, right. almost. Um, almost. I mean, if we could. That's crazy. It, we probably will. I mean, that's the thing is, you know, why not try bigger, better? Pastor, it might be better. Mm -hmm. I mean, I get it. Absolutely. I mean, what if a movie, an anime movie, doesn't take two years to put out? It takes, I don't know, three months, two months. Exactly, exactly right. Know? That's it interesting. Could be, be exciting. I mean, I, I don't That's know. That's a huge change, right? That would be a massive industry change. <laughs> yeah, it really would. Yeah. That's pretty massive. I mean, for Apollo, we made a minute and a half a week. It's, you wow. know. And that's with 40 animators. So that's wow. It is uh, a lot of characters, you know, sure. that more characters makes more time. But um, but still, you know, then that's everybody kind of busting it as fast as they can. So. And what we've done really is is to utilize like digital workflow. Right. So our pipeline is built very much like a traditional animated. If you had wooden desk and paper. That's what the, the flow is kind of visualized. But we go faster because we're in a digital pipeline, so we don't have to pick up paper, walk sure. it down the hall. Yeah. We don't have a, you Take know. it to the pencil test machine, put it in the pencil test machine, right. shoot it with the moviola. Right. Like, it just... But wow. We, <laughs> but, but we are going for, especially in Apollo, a kind of evergreen, classic, animated look, right. which we get yeah. from that traditional pipeline. So you do sacrifice something for the technology... In, and you can see it if you compare the 
the movies, the animated movies in the 70s, animated movies in the 80s, and then the 90s, is that you can see that um, almost like a video gameization of Sure, anime. yes, yes. And, and some people are fine with it, and some people are, you know... Uh, glossier, right? That's, uh, that's I, I just see it as like glossier. I don't know if that's the right term. Yeah. 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 I remember in the early aughts when the whole Photoshop thing was to make everybody look almost sweaty, you know, like everybody was like plastic and glistening for a little while there. Oh, well, there were four years where lens flares was the biggest thing in the well, world. Yeah, I'd have a <laughs> lens flares are really big. JJ Abrams. JJ Abrams. JJ Abrams. I was going to say that. Yeah, it's a little Star Trek. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that Very funny. Very pretty. Yeah, we just like to actually draw them. That's our that's right. our angle. Yeah, we do them too. We just Craig draws them. This will look good here. Rick, 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 Rick. This is, let's put that here. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Like, um, yeah. Is there? A, do y'all have like pre? pre-boards or pre-visual visualizations of this or can you do that with this animation it's like is that double animating well we do a lot of research before we start you know so there's a lot of for apollo you know what was going on in 1966 design wise color wise sure okay something we talked about a lot um development is all for design so we you know really design the heck out of it all of the archival footage, all of the stuff that's on TV and movies, that has a different look than the regular family stuff where they're just in their normal life. And that was intentional. That was Craig's idea to separate real oh, life wow. and fantasy life because Stan lives so much in his fantasy life that we didn't want it to be, we didn't want to lose completely the idea that he is in a fantasy because the whole movie is his fantasy, essentially. Correct, so, yes. You know, showing visually an easy way to tell the difference between real life fantasy life. So, I mean, you know, yeah, that that all got designed in advance. JFK's speech and 2001 Space Odyssey. These are shots that we from the very first time we read the script, like, oh, I can't wait. Oh, man, it's so there's gonna... so much there's so much to take in. It's like. The voiceover, obviously, and, you know, you're able to cut like that, too, right? Out of, like, this, you know, synchronicity. Oh, my God, I can't get that word out. You know what I mean? Like, it just, uh, so there's just so much to take in. Um, it's amazing. It really is just, like, the most amazing, um, the most amazing film. It's probably one of the best films. I, it is one of the best films I saw a year, for sure. Uh, well, huh. well, hands down, regardless of animated or not, I, I actually don't really watch a lot of animated stuff because it's made for kids and I don't have kids, you know? So I, I find it weird if I'm going to be like, Oh, let me go see the kids movie and sit up front. Where's your kids? I don't have any kids. What do you mean? Yeah. That seems, seems kind of weird. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm dragging my nephews. They don't want to go anymore. Yeah. It's a, it's a Richard Linklater movie. I think before it's a kid's movie. It is. It yeah, is exactly. Film. Correct. It's family friendly film. But it's got an unusual narrative. It's an unusual flow. It's it's not a formulaic um, picture by any means. It's it's yeah. It's still a, a a weird little animal and a very unique film, um, and a unique film experience. Um, but a lot of people just find it really really joyful to watch. That's um, awesome. It's 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 amazing. Really, it's just so amazing. Um, the story goes in great places um yeah i just loved it i, I love jack black so, so 
he's just, uh, you know, I could hear him read anything, honestly. And I'm in. Yeah. Like, I, I, I follow him on, I even follow him on YouTube. I watch his stupid YouTube videos that he does. Like, they're great. He's just great. <laughs> I just love that guy. Well, yeah, he's, he's running just, around he, in his backyard and his Yeah. Just yeah, he's just so cool with his kids and stuff. Like, he's just like, man, this guy is just like a, man, he would be just a great, tenacious D. Yep. You know, I just love his personality. I've loved all his, I've, I've been following him for a long time. So, um, yeah, he's just such a great, um, great guy. Do y'all have the voices? I'm assuming y'all have the voices before you animate? Well, we had his. So his. we had his voiceover, yeah. And then, you know, they filmed the whole thing. So, um, and then they just put his voiceover on top, but we needed it for timing. So they, yeah, uh, okay, they yeah. The, the entire film. Right with the actors on a green screen mm -hmm. um and then yeah they lay in tim break sound and and Jeff that's Black. the movie i want to see the green screen version of this it's just... wild it's and, crazy yeah. they're like the kids are riding their bikes on just a green psych the wow. wagon is in there just in on a green psych and you know it looks crazy if wow. you don't know what you're looking at but that's yeah that's green screen filmmaking is. And here's a, a bit of trivia. It was shot on the same uh, the same soundstage as Alita Battle Angel. Yeah. Oh, wow. And wow. Rodriguez yeah. Robert Rodriguez, Troublemaker. Okay. Wow. That's so cool. Have y'all worked with uh, with Robert before? No, I haven't. No, no. no but no, it, not was, yet. it was cool. To, not yet. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I mean, 20 days of shooting. That's incredible for a film for a full length feature. 20 days and with kids, you know, kids have rules about how long you can work and they're sure. pretty about it. Very, very serious. So it ended up being, they should be. yeah, yeah, no, it's for sure. <laughs> right. yeah. 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 No, I'm not complaining about that. That's good. <laughs> they no, 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 I know. But, I know uh, they used to uh, make them work long like, hours but, back in the day. Right. But that's, you know, normally a film set would be a 14 hour day and that's a short one and you're lucky to get it, sure. but for, you know, eight hour days in 20, and, it's just a testament to how smooth Linklater is, and it just zip, 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 done. And then here's another crazy piece of trivia, right? They finished filming on a Sunday. On Monday, we had the wrap party at a pinball place. And that Friday, we all packed up our computers and we went home for two years. We'll come back in the studio. Because of COVID. Right. Oh, my. You, wow. Right. So, so y'all had just wrapped when COVID sort of hit? Yeah. We just wrapped the the live action shoot. The live action, I mean, yes, yes, that's interesting. Yeah. So Sandra, wow. she edited it. So she was editing during, and there was a couple of months where everybody's like, "Ah, what are What do we do? Yeah. Sure, of course. You know, we're, we're still designing and going. We're like, we're gonna start. I mean, if we can start, and when we made Undone season one in 2018, all of our animators were in the studio with us, and then for Undone season two and Apollo. Everybody worked from home and we figured that out on the fly. So wow. <laughs> it was especially painful to be told after all of that. Uh, sure, of course. Because it was yes. such a, a huge undertaking for so many people and during such a scary, scary time. That I mean, yes. during we had we had the freeze here in Austin uh, for yes. a week. A lot of I was I was there for that. That's when I moved. I oh, really? moved at the, I moved at the end of that week, like an idiot. I had to, to move. I saw my moving date. I had the moving company, you know, it was like, we're doing this. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a scary week. Yeah. That it was, was scary. Um, 
our people were scared. We were scared, you know, but we're just, we yeah. just kind of kept going because that's we crazy. People wow. all over the country. So they, they kept going when we couldn't. And, and then also too, during production, the insurrection happened. There was fires and heat waves in the Northwest. Yeah. yeah. And so it was just a wow. whole bunch of real life stuff going on that, you know, we just kind of muscled on through it and, and kept it together for the team and, you know, then this. So I'm really extra grateful that the Academy reversed their stance. Oh, my God. Of course. Like, look, even a coup wasn't going to get in your way. You know what I mean? <laughs> Why The Academy is not going to get in your way. You know what I mean? Like, we survived a coup, y'all, in COVID. We are going to beat the Academy. We got these guys. Yeah, no, I get it. Wow. That's, I mean, this has to be obviously the toughest production y'all have ever had to go through, I'm sure. Uh, just, just, every, for those every, every film is your, yeah, every film is your baby, but, yeah, but this one, this one, I think because of the conditions under which we made it, we mm -hmm. were, we were, you know, well, and we did Undone season two at the same time. They started within a week of each other. So oh. it was, <laughs> it was crazy. We had 60 people working with us and oh. everybody had to be hired at once. It was, a big undertaking, but it was so, so fulfilling. And, you know, I like that part where you take the puzzle and you put all the pieces together in production. I think that's neat. So it was hard, but it was the most satisfying so far because of that. Wow. I just wow. wish it hadn't have been so hard in real life. You know, that's the only thing. Oh, of course. There's no you need know. to add on uh, to it, right? Yeah, yeah. A lot, of, is already... a lot of people didn't, didn't work during that period. We were grateful to have we the were, work so lovely. sure that's a great point yeah and it was just keeping our people you know we if we need to work late we'll get pizza well we can't do that now we, you know so sure didn't yeah. work late <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i got an extra booster guys we're going to be sending extra boosters to everybody i don't know like anything you can do right <laughs> Right? Uh, yeah, no, um, I, you know, I can't even imagine, um, you know, we dealt with our own stuff on the podcast, but I mean, it's nothing in comparison at all. Uh, there's only like four of us, uh, you know, uh, we were already remote anyway, so uh, the, nothing changed for us, uh, to be honest. Uh, yeah. But yes, absolutely. Um, it was heartbreaking. I had just closed my food truck right before that happened. So <laughs> like I, I, I literally dodged a bullet, man, like because all my friends had to go through it all running their in Austin they're running their restaurants and food trucks and everything it was a disaster I mean just a uh, they're still picking up some of the pieces to be honest with you um yeah. to this day uh, yeah. from that so yeah I'm not surprised Good. I mean as a nation we're gonna have P PTSD for a while I think from the pandemic but sure also you know collectively the economy and everything is also going through it too we're all sort of like whoa yeah <laughs> is it over yeah. is it not is it you know so it's I don't know. It was, but you know, in a way, it was kind of. At least we were all kind of in it together. With our folks, you know, with our people, yeah. like we were. Well, we're just going to do this, and we're just going to going to do this and deal. And, no, absolutely. Uh, and look what y'all made. Beautiful film. That you. Uh, you, when you watch it, you can't tell that y'all went through that struggle. Just FYI. Good. Right, life. Good. Glad to hear that. <laughs> right. Yeah. You could see the blood on the screen. Whoa, got my blood on there. No. Uh, actually, some of the effects y'all did of stuff hitting the lens, quote unquote, like that was cool. Uh, there was some good shots uh, of some of that stuff. Yeah, it was just so, again, obviously animated. But yeah, just just y'all crush it. I mean, it's just such a well-made film. But, but on top of it, the animation really lends it. It just is this unique film to watch because of 
that style is different. You just don't see it. And it makes it just all that more interesting to me. Um, so yeah, um, it's on Netflix right now, right? You can check it out on Netflix. Um, and I don't know, this almost seems like they could make a sequel to this, to this I movie. Mean Apollo 12 and a half. Where does he go next? <laughs> Where's he go next? Yes. <laughs> another well, sort of like, um, not space. It's like another, maybe a water adventure, right? That he has a fantasy about, right? You know, I don't know. Um, um, you know? All yeah. Fit, you know, a hundred percent. Yes. <laughs> I could relate to that film so much. I grew up in the eighties. I, I was born in 79, but a lot of that stuff in the eighties was the same. So watching the film was great. Just, you know, growing up in the neighborhood, just all that stuff, right? was like, man, that still happened in the 80s. It didn't stop. It, you know, I think the 90s, maybe the, the, the 2000s, yeah, it kind of stopped. But a lot of those things, uh, you know, pre-internet, right? Pre-having um, a bunch of TV channels, uh, not coming home till, you know, Latchkey Kid, not coming right. home till, till 8, 9 at night, really when it got dark, actually. I shouldn't Yeah, lie. when mom When it got dark. It. Yeah, That's how yeah. Yeah. yeah, building forts yeah. and woods out of trash and absolutely all of that yes. stuff that is you know. When you hear the here. country whistle, you come home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The development, like I grew up in Ulysses. It's in between Dallas and Fort Worth here, and that was our development. It was all new, all dirt, right? So I related a lot to that part of the story. It's it's in Texas too, right outside of Houston there, right? So like just that whole idea was like, yeah, this is exactly how. Uh, we grew up too. Yeah, it was it's just such a great film, guys. Just congratulations. Congratulations on getting through all the drama and uh, making it out on top. Um, look, is there any projects you want to give a shout out to that you have other than this um, that you want people to check out or that you have coming out or or anything like that? I don't know. Well, well, you got like you said, Netflix, watch, watch Apollo 10 and a half on Netflix. We watch uh, Undone on uh, on Amazon Prime undone two seasons of undone it's great if it's you good. love apollo you'll love undone if you love undone you'll love apollo and you can also find our first film tower a documentary uh which is also on prime and right now uh festivaling uh it is there's a film by uh, a filmmaker named Jeff Marslett and it's called Quantum Cowboys and that's on the festival circuit right now which Ooh. we did a piece of animation for and it's a, uh, it's a, it's a collage uh, to the max. It's style. a multiverse, okay. styles. Uh, has paper cutout and rotoscope and yeah. other rotoscopers. Time, time traveling Western written by a former quantum physicist. Yeah. So, I'm in, I'm in. Oh my God, I'm in. I'm, yeah. I'm all and about that. Yeah, he's got a, a, a it just, no, it's a wild film. It's mm -hmm. it's completely out there, and I don't even think Jeff expected it to get the uh, the acceptance that it has. People are really loving this this just inexplicable, unsellable, <laughs> weird, surrealistic <laughs> film. And, and awesome. he's got kind of his life taking it taking it around the world and showing it to people um, because it's really just struck a nerve. And, uh, so that's, that's hopefully, hopefully that'll get distribution. Um, cause it's having a good festival run, but if you're, if you're one of those festival people or you want to hear about animation early, look out for quantum cowboys. Yeah. And then also, um, on, uh, YouTube, the critical role folks that play D and D on YouTube, we did their new opening sequence. Um, uh, pretty excited. Oh, wow. about uh, a lot of fun fantasy stuff in there. That was a blast to do. It's um, Thursday night. 
<laughs> I love it. I love it. Is that is that part of the intro or is that just something y'all do randomly <laughs> together? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> we have it a little memorized. It's yeah. <laughs> not as good. It's there. Yeah. It's then, better. And also, we did a music video for the Black Angels, local Austin kick-ass uh, band that um, they came here and shot in our little studio, and we did a fun uh, music video for them. So. What? Like animated like that too? too? What? Yeah, we did like a Ralph Bakshi style, you know, like Wizards or Lord of the Rings, and that was what, what? they. Like, you guys know how to do wow, that? Wow, that sounds so cool. That <laughs> sounds like, amazing. How long did that take to make? Long. I mean, it was a day in the studio shooting with them, and two months of animation. Music videos are much shorter than. Films. Yeah, they're. Yeah, a lot yeah. <laughs> but still, two months. That's that's. I thought you were gonna say shorter than that. Okay, that still seems like a long time for the music, right? Like. It includes wow. everything, you know, design and final. <laughs> Sure, sure. But that was Getting fun. It out. That song that's is, awesome. Sounds good too. So, oh um, yeah, no, that's great. Out. And then we're also pitching our own original stuff too, and uh, to lots of different places. And so, sure. hopefully, something more uh, soon. But those are all the things that are out right now that you can see. Um, except for that's Club awesome. But unless you go to a festival. <laughs> yeah. Was it at the Austin Film Festival? Did they have yeah. it playing at that uh, one? It was, it was at, it was. it was at this, this year's Austin Film Festival played already. Oh, it uh, did. Yeah. I didn't see it. I was there. I, I just, I didn't, I didn't hear about that one. I don't, you know, there were so many films I was there to interview and you know, whatever. A, um, such a great festival. It's such a great festival. He just played uh, at Minneapolis over the weekend at a, at a film festival there. And uh, man, I wish I could have seen that. See, I, I watch the movies I didn't want to watch, you know, and, and, and there's movies that I want to watch, you know, like I don't get to. Oh, man. That's the way of the festival, though. I know whenever. Trust me. It, yes. Yes. It's always, you know, I've, I intend to do this, 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 a whole list of things and I make it to two and I do eight. <laughs> <laughs> it all gets scheduled for me. So I'm just like, who, where, what do I, who am I talking to? OK, talk to this person. OK, let's do it. Let's go watch this movie. OK, I'm in. Right. Do they lead you around by the hand? As you <laughs> yeah. If no, I, they, they just they schedule it for me, right? Like Amy, who's scheduled with y'all, she'll schedule it, and then I just show up, and and hopefully it's right, and I'm at the right place, right? Half the time, you know. If uh, we yeah, go no, to a party fine. and there's food there, that's pretty much the end of the schedule for the day. It's just I like, agree. Oh. Food, food is where it's at. Uh, yes, I actually I used to do the uh, Showtime um, like VIP cater that uh, you know in Austin every year during South by. Uh, just do my Spanish food and just go and kick it there for all day. It was great. Just meet great people and serve great food. I miss those days to be. That's what I miss about serving food is, is those moments, but not the day to day. And I don't miss the day to day. But some of the some of the best the best networking at at film festivals is it's not the workshops, it's not the film. It's it's, it's near the food booth. Yeah, where, where the food yeah. is. Ab absolutely. Waiting in the course. beer line or waiting in the bathroom line. Yeah. Right. You just start chatting, and it's then true. The next thing you know someone that you know through someone else, or suddenly they're your new best friend, and then you hang out the rest of the yeah, festival. You, and you and Steven Spielberg had to pee real bad at the same time. It <laughs> hasn't happened with me yet. That's how Richard Dreyfus got. Close encounters. Is that true? Is that is that it? <laughs> That's funny. That, that would have been a great story. Oh my God, that would have been a great story. That yeah, I wish it was true. Now uh, I do wish it was true. That is so funny. 
listen, guys, this was so much fun. I got to tell you guys, thank you guys so much. Um, I had such a blast. Uh, I really, I did. Um, talking about y'all's heartache. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. No, I'm kidding. Um, no, this was, this was, <laughs> this was great. Uh, honestly, congratulations on just, yes, on everything. I'm making it through and, uh, you know, crazy project and all that. Um, yeah, my hat's off to y'all. So, um, yeah, y'all have any questions or anything? I don't know. I don't want to leave anything uh, unsaid here. When, when will this be up? I'm very curious. Um, I don't know specifically. Um, it'll, it'll hit the schedule. It, it goes into the system, the machine. And uh, it, it pops out, and I, and I get an email at the same time, really. Uh, so I'll find out when y'all do. Um, but soon, it, it, this season for sure, uh, I would say in a few weeks, four weeks, somewhere in there. Uh, we're, always, we're always a few interviews ahead. Yeah. Try to be. Yeah. We try to plan too, you know what I mean? <laughs> Barely. We're hanging on. <laughs> Well, we'll, we'll let you know if we get disqualified for anything between now and then. <laughs> Listen, I, fingers crossed for y'all and, 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 you know, y'all make it through the process. Well, you know, either way, love to have y'all back on and talk more stuff, animation stuff. Um, I find it completely fascinating. It's a great world. There's more to talk about. I know it's a big world. Um, you know, I know there's a lot, a big industry. So, um, Yeah. This was amazing. So thank y'all so much uh, for taking the time today. Really do appreciate it. We'll come back anytime. So just tolerate us. Awesome. Awesome. Well, listen, guys, I'll let y'all get back to your day. Hopefully you're done for the day. No more shooting and you're done. So hopefully that's it. A little bit. Okay, right on. Well, I get it. I still got to work too. And, you know, pay the bills. You've been listening to the Lone Star Plate podcast with your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. For more info, go to LoneStarPlate.show.